Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody, and welcome to The Bachelor Wrap Up. I'm Amy, here as always with the lovely Haley Strong. Haley, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing well, but Amy, I think you and I could really benefit um, from some couples therapy that's aired for millions of people and not necessarily with like an actual psychologist. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't mind... Um, if there's a trip to Vienna thrown in, maybe. But yeah, really. Yeah. We'll have to bring every other podcaster with us as well because it's just, you know you have to try out multiple iterations and and just see what they discover about us. Yeah, somebody might be faking it. <laughs> Someone will be performative. <laughs> exactly. Well, I we think we're all performative. <laughs> yeah, we got a first for a. A group date, I guess. We haven't quite had anything like that. You know, it's a step up from the lie detector, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Yet, I hope we never have this again. Yeah. <laughs> we will get to it. But first, um, um, I don't know if they really count as major headlines, but we did have a few sort of, I guess we'll call them random stories that came through in Bachelor Nation. Mm-hmm. So, a listener alerted us to this one first, but it kind of was going a little viral in the sports world. Um, Matt James was on the Celebrity All-Star team, and Brandon Weber tweeted this to us, but um, there's a tweet from someone else that says, I think Matt James forgot that there are women on his team, and he's kind of like <laughs> accidental boob, boob grab on Brittany Elena. And this, like he's doing a free throw or something and pats her away. And she's not happy about it, understandably. Yeah, not great. Not great. But she did say he apologized and that, you know, she is over it. Um, it doesn't seem like there was any malicious intent, but it was not the best. Not the best. No. And I guess like a couple of weeks ago, he also um, like hit a golf ball directly into like where the sun don't shine on a photographer or a videographer on some oh, sort no. of tournament as well yeah so i saw that going around so tyler cameron actually had responded to <laughs> this latest um like mishap as well because he says damn matt airballed two free throws and a boob punch not your night and after your golf swing oh. at the waste management open we're running out of sports you can try 
he tweeted. <gasps> oh no. Oh yes. no. Yes. But I should confess though that after this podcast is over, I probably will be directly going to watch I got roped in to the real dirty dancing. <laughs> so speaking of Tyler Cameron. Stop, yes. Amy, no, you didn't. I did. Oh no. Has it started already? Yeah, it's the finale tonight. It's the finale tonight. What do you mean the finale tonight? I didn't even realize it had started. I know. <laughs> Super quick. So anybody can get into this, catch up, and well, I'll be caught up next week because it's like five episodes. Oh my god, I will not <laughs> be committing to that because again, um we're nine seasons into our top chef like marathon and we yeah. need to like get a couple more in before the new season starts um in the beginning of March. Well, I know you like dancing with the stars, so it's kind of like if it was just the stars dancing with each other, but then they still get oh. judged, but they have to come up with their routines and then they're trying to recreate the scenes from the movie. And I haven't seen that movie forever, but they'll like show so many clips from the movie, like in it. It's almost like you're watching the movie. What? Yeah. So they'll like show like the actual clips and then they'll like cut to like the contestants, like doing that same dance and you're like, or being in that same locale. So I don't know. It's kind of shot in a way that you're like, wait, are they, <laughs> are these what? extras or are they in the movie? Yeah. I'm so confused. It's so weird. It's like Why a throwback. This- it's like, why did this happen? I don't know. But yeah, I feel like I'm watching a show from like early 2000s. It's very, I don't know, kind of retro feel. So that may be what sucked me in. I was just like, oh, it's so, yeah, so charming. But yet they're all trying to like grind on each other. <laughs> wow. Strange. What a perplexing thing you just told me. Exactly. <laughs> but it did remind me. I just sort of see Tyler Cameron as like just a face on Instagram now. And I'm like, oh, he was kind of fun on the show. Like he he has a little bit of personality there. So that was kind of nice to remind of like when I used to like the contestants on this show. (laughs) (laughs) So um, another headline that was kind of made some news was Chriselle Staus has a book out and one of her, um, claims or you know statements that she makes in the book is that she was set to be the bachelorette but ellen degeneres pushed for diana pappas and that got all the fans kind of going behind diana and that's who they picked but she like had the papers signed and everything is what she says huh that's interesting um i i feel like having the paper signed doesn't like mean a whole lot yeah like they'll film in your hometown they'll do the video packages but yeah i never like they started with trista as the first bachelorette and you know back then it was like you'd just it would just be an us weekly or something but i don't remember any yeah. like rumors swirling at that time that it was just seemed like natural to pick deanna because of what happened to her she wasn't chosen by brad and everyone liked deanna so for sure and i also feel like um as much as the bachelor didn't always pick somebody who had been on the show the bachelorette always did did they not yeah they have never like gone astray from the franchise so it seems weird that they would do that season four yeah um and then diana was on 
Ashley Eyes podcast and was sort of like, well, I don't really, you know, I can only tell my side of the story, but like everybody, you know, they had multiple people signed and, but that she, the only thing she knew was from Graham, who was on her season that Graham went on because he thought it was going to be Chriselle because Chriselle, he was sort of seeing her and he wanted to win her over. What? Yeah, because Chriselle told him like, I'm going to leave and do this thing. <laughs> so that like backs it up a little bit more. Maybe wow. she, yeah, maybe yeah, she, she just thought it and didn't realize yeah. like how much they could, they could easily go the other way. Yeah. Wow. That's nuts. Yeah. And yeah, I guess Ellen had more pull back then, I guess, than she does I these days. So. so, yeah. And then you sent a tweet by Mike Fleiss himself. Um, I haven't seen this until now, but he said, major historic announcement. This season's finale of The Bachelor ABC is totally spoiler proof. No one knows how it will end because it ain't over till it's over and it ain't over dot dot dot. Hmm. Um, I think Mike needs to reevaluate what historic means on this show. Yeah. <laughs> um. Also, I don't know. Does he not end up with anyone? <laughs> right. I mean, that's happened before. And now I'm looking back on his tweets. And a few days ago, he said, "Historic announcement coming soon." Hashtag The Bachelor. And then he retweets the Blatchelorettes and they say, how much do you want to bet it isn't historic at all? And he says, $40. So he's <laughs> thinking it's not that great. And and they replied like, okay, here is our, our um, Venmo. Like, yeah. Please send us the $40. <laughs> so we did see the teaser at the end of this episode that they hadn't shown before where he's talking, Clayton is talking to his parents and is like, Nobody wants to be here anymore, which when he sees the parents, that's usually, you know, final two. So they and they're like, yeah, you kind of screwed the pooch. <laughs> I love, yeah, I love that. It seems like the dad absolutely calls him out. Yeah, <laughs> which is great. We yeah. love we love when the parents don't just go, whatever you choose, like, oh, we love you so much. You're the best. You can never choose wrong. They're like, um, like you have made a mistake and that is something you have to live with. Like, congratulations on your adulthood. Right. So it seems like maybe the historic thing will be they both break up with him instead mm-hmm. of like Brad Womack breaking up with the two women at the end, which, hey, that would be fitting with nobody being excited that it was Clayton. He yeah, or maybe, anybody. He, maybe he leaves with nobody but reconnects with somebody at the end like mm-hmm. afterwards yeah we've seen that kind of with Ari you know, like, yeah true but he did choose somebody else um, yeah I could see it being like he is trying to win some like who he was going to choose um, he's had that time now to try to win them back but is that an an ending that you would be excited to watch. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what would excite me at this point. Like, uh, I, I, I feel a little bit as much as I have enjoyed this season more than I expected. I feel like we're limping to the end of our like 10 month marathon. Right. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, 
I still can't muster that kind of excitement like we had for the fence jump, which, you know, like that carried us that whole season. Like, what is this going to be about? And that season also ended, you know, with kind of um, no one really being there at the end in a way. Yeah. So, like, there was a time when there was no one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's, we'll see. We'll see what they do with it. Or if they're just trying to to make historic happen right now, but it's not kind of, not the history that we're looking for. No, it's not. So this episode, we are still um, coming back from Sarah getting back from her one on one date, that half one on one date, where um, she's kind of coming back victorious at this point. So it's a real start, real stark contrast towards the end of the episode, but. She comes back determined to figure out who was um, talking shit about her behind her back to Clayton. And she's wielding the rose and all the women are kind of sitting there waiting. And she just confronts them and saying, like, you're not going to win out. Like, this is the last ditch effort. And um, Mara sort of chimes in eventually that it was her. And yeah, yeah, like I, I felt I felt like they wanted me to be on Mira's side, but I thought she was coming off really bad. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't really I, I feel like Mira was just digging her, her grave too deep at that point where like I do think Sarah was like really petty about it. Mm-hmm. Just like Mira. I don't even what what did what did even did Mira say to like retaliate to to come back to this? Um. She didn't really in the moment, but then at the cocktail party, she confronted her and saying, like, you're getting sloppy and overconfident and nobody wants, like, somebody that's cocky. There's a difference between cockiness and confidence. But, I, yeah, it was definitely on Sarah's side throughout that part of it. Yeah, I just I I just felt like Mira was just didn't like Sarah and was just finding reasons to be um, rude and a little cruel. But I mean, hey, we get to the end of the episode and like maybe she had a correct read on the situation when it came to Sarah. Yeah. I mean, did it seem, did it strike you as odd that none of the other women were at that point like jumping to her defense and saying like, who would say that? Like, I can't believe that or giving her a hug or anything. It didn't. It like it probably should have, but it didn't. It didn't um, stick out weird to me or anything. Yeah, I just thought maybe like they were tired of any drama whatsoever and didn't want to get involved at all. Right, right. Um, Then we get to the cocktail party and we see a little mini date moment that Clayton has prepared for Serene. So um, he mentioned that she had that story from you know losing her cousin but that fireflies were meaningful to her and reminded her of a cousin and he wanted to do something special for her so he had these um like mason jars with um twinkle lights in them um and set that up for serene to like have their fireflies in um croatia what did you think of that move I thought it was incredibly sweet and just like it, it showed that he was paying attention that he wanted to go out of his way and do something like sweet when he probably didn't get a whole lot of one-on-one time with her that week. Um, I, I, just, I like the move. I think it's, I appreciate when the lead like goes out of their way to do something like that. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it really illuminated to me finally, not to, no pun intended, but illuminated that he was feeling stronger for Serene than I had thought because I didn't see a ton of chemistry on their um, theme park date, but the fact that he's doing that for her, um, and then we see that she does make it to final four. Um, it was like where I finally picked up on like, oh, okay, she's doing stronger than I initially thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, we come into this rose ceremony. Uh, Sarah has her rose, obviously. Teddy has a rose from her date and Rachel has the group date rose. So really very few roses to hand out here. And it seemed pretty obvious who would be going. Hmm, who's going? Maybe yeah. the woman, the two women who haven't received a one-on-one, one of which who has truly not gotten a single confessional this entire season. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So no suspense here. He um, calls Susie, Gabby, and Genevieve. Um, I guess Genevieve would maybe be the questionable one. But Eliza and Mara get sent home. And then we show up in Vienna, Austria. And really excited. Yeah. I was really excited to visit Vienna here. Um, but I feel like we didn't uh, for, for being back in travel mode. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm guessing there's probably still some restrictions of what they're able to do, where they're able to go, like how many people are to be around. I wanted more like Vienna. Mm. I, and I, I, I just wanted more Vienna. Yes, rather than the couples counseling. The group date, like, (laughs) show me, did we even see a piece of architecture? Like, nothing. Like, give me, give me some great, great Vienna. Yeah, I think he met them in front of, like, a cool-looking building. And then they promptly went inside and sat in front of bookshelves. But, you know, it started with something, I suppose. Yeah, I thought it was strange. I don't think they even really announced, like, next stop Vienna. It was just, like, after the commercial break, that's where we were. Yeah, they didn't. So Vienna is where uh, Susie gets her next one-on-one. It says on the date card, falling in love with you is like a fairy tale. So we know what's going to happen here. Mm -hmm. It's the princess date. Thoughts on Susie getting selected for this one. I think she's a good choice for that. I think she carries it well. All the girls like her enough that they're probably at least a little jealous, but not like ready to murder her jealous. And this is much (laughs) later than it usually is. True. Yeah, I think they the producers probably didn't get the reactions they wanted because everybody was really nice about it, excited for her. We maybe got one um, interview where Genevieve was like, yeah, of course I'm jealous, but just really calmly stating that like, yeah, I would have loved to be me rather than if it had been earlier and there'd be more people to react and you could get, really get those sound bites that you want. So, yeah, probably missed the mark in having it in Vienna, but got to have it with you know, a renowned designer, got to go to different shops. So I think that's probably why it was saved for later. Um, she also comes back to the house. They're wheeling in all the shopping bags. And then there's a man who shows up delivering a dress for her, which is a red dress. And it kind of works out when they have their date that um the second portion the surprise singer is krista berg who sings lady in red so they actually got an original artist here not some someone up and coming for five hundred dollars would you have been able to name who sang that song no i never would yeah. have i thought it was maybe someone more well known like um, like a like rock a name. Yeah, or something. Like I thought it was yeah. like a, a name that i would know but just 
<laughs> didn't know who sang it. Um, yeah, definitely not. Um, I would have just thought it, that was like some guy from Vienna. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, cover artist. How lovely. Exactly. And they must have legitimately just paid for him to be there because they did not name drop him at all and tell us that he was the original singer. So I think um, he just got his, you know, I'm sure he gets. He jack and left. Yeah. I'm sure he sings that serenades a lot of women in red and you know how boring would that be man <laughs> you know right <laughs> like, uh, but yeah he sold it pretty well he can still he can still carry that tune so um yeah what did you think of this overall date because we see at the end there's sort of that that not the blooper reel but with that funny clip at the end um where i guess they also tried on traditional viennese outfits but we didn't see that as part of the main date um i i i think they're cute together i like them together i think she's probably gonna make it through hometowns um but i i just wish we got like more of those cute moments that not just reserved for the end like there's Mm -hmm. so much fluff in this show that you can't give us some like actual good like personality moments Mm mm-hmm yeah, and with these princess dates, it's usually not like there's not a lot of room for them to truly interact because it's just the woman picking out outfits that she wants to mm-hmm. to bring home. And I guess we got a little more on the second part of the date where she's talking about how she never really like accepts like was it kind of being spoiled or having that kind of treatment? Like she's not usually. It's kind of similar, I guess, to what Gabby was saying before, but just not used to that or. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So um, it was really unexpected date for her. And yeah, I just think they have really, they're really cute together, but I don't know that they like pop off the screen together. No, no. But I mean, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, I could see, I think Susie is getting a lot of the Bachelorette talk mm-hmm. and like just seeing her in that red dress and trying on the different dresses, you could envision like her promos almost like, um, and having that narrative of, I, I never get like, I'm never the princess kind of thing. So mm-hmm. you could see that being a storyline if she were to be chosen and not chosen by Clayton. And Do you also, think she looks too much like Hannah Brand- Brown to be the Bachelorette? I don't know that they care too much about that. I think they'd be like, no, well, but I do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for our interest. But, you know, a lot of people are saying, I don't think Clayton looks like Colton, but just like, has that same vibe, like just mm-hmm. like the tall football player blonde. Um, I, yeah, I think they. That would not hinder them at all. They'd be like, oh, this this scenario worked before. Perfect. This formula is great. Mm-hmm. I think she's like JoJo and Hannah combined. You know yeah. how they're all like a combination of two past ones. <laughs> yeah. Like there's no new, there's Nothing no new, new faces on this show. Definitely not. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, 
and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. The group date. So, of course, they're all anxiously waiting to see who will be on this group date to find out who gets the final one-on-one. So, it will be Sarah, Teddy, Genevieve, Rachel and Gabby. So that means Serena is getting the final one-on-one. And the date card says how bold one gets when one is sure of being loved. Sigmund Freud. Hmm. I thought they were going to be doing like dares or something. <laughs> like, um, But no, they... Vienna is like the birthplace of modern... What did they say? Psychoanalysis? Amy, I blacked out at this point. <laughs> and because because of the time of the evening this take took place, uh-huh. I was in bed. Hmm. So by the time tomorrow rolled around, aka today, I knew what the plan was and right. that was whatever this was. <laughs> Have some woman at the Sigmund Freud Museum. Um analyze them in a way but just sort of ask questions conduct couples counseling but not real counseling not Um, real counseling how sure are you that this isn't a producer (laughs) i mean i have to analyze zero (laughs) percent sure i have to analyze the the accent she did have an accent so um or an actress maybe Mm -hmm. or maybe somebody that gives tours at the museum and just like oh yeah i can play this role because how much like would you know a licensed (laughs) psychiatrist or therapist want to be sitting there like would the producers pay that hourly rate when he has to go sit there and you know say goodbye to genevieve that whole time and they're just keeping her waiting like just doesn't seem i don't know man i don't I just don't know. I don't know what the scoop is, but it was odd. I didn't like it. Um, I've seen a lot of like people being very upset about this particular date and how it wasn't like good and it wasn't good and like how exploitive it was. And mm-hmm. it was exploitive. I don't find this worse than than the trauma circle we went through in like episode two. Right, and maybe that's naive of me, or maybe I'm not seeing it from a um, from a, a viewpoint. I don't know, but I just felt like that was worse. I think that was because worse at least too. I guess, uh, at least, and maybe 
and maybe the pretending that it's a it's an actual like therapist and that's like not good in therapist code right maybe that's That's maybe like that's the limit Mm -hmm. but like i feel like having caitlin bristow like join all these yeah have join all these women in a circle and be like so why do you hate yourselves you know what i mean like i just felt like that was a worse watch for me like and sort of putting them on the spot like they think they're just raising their hand or stand up if you felt this way okay now tell us about that it's like oh i didn't really realize that's what was required here yeah where i feel like at least they went into this knowing what the scoop was and i also feel like nothing that was covered was something we hadn't heard before true and we saw so little of some of them like teddy was just like nothing it was just like them looking at each other like yeah i feel good about where we are i feel good about where we are yeah so, and like if no and, new and like if if you if you're listening and you're like no Haley, you are wrong about this this is why this one is so much worse please message me like i just uh, they're both stupid and we should stop doing this mm-hmm. we should stop tra- trauma porning these poor women yeah. And I think this one, if they're like going in thinking like, oh, I've got like a true like psychoanalyst here. I have to like expose everything that I'm feeling or they'll be able to tell or, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. And then at the end of it, she says like one of you was performative. Like that is not something any like actual licensed person would do. No. Like, no. And not like, truthful. I, I, yeah, and I thought the Genevieve thing was interesting where they she just like couldn't get there with him, which is reasonable to me because would you want to open up to a guy who like hasn't given you a one-on-one date yet? Yeah. Put you on a two-on-one with the worst person in the house. <laughs> like asked if you're an actress and like if you're lying to me, like I wouldn't want to be opening up to this guy either. Oh yeah, he exactly. He didn't believe me. Yeah. And I think she played it right. Like I don't think she was acting at all, but I think just by not being able, as she said, like I just can't get there, or you know, I don't, I don't know what to say. I don't know how to open up. Like that's mm-hmm. protecting herself from, you know, yeah, just exposing all these like insecurities and feelings right before. Like he was going to send her home anyway. Like this is not a way yeah. to get closer. Yeah. Um, what did you think of Sarah on the state? When she, like, they sort of presented as of like. Oh, I really love therapy. Um, so I'm going to do well. Like they sort of made a I, negative twist on that. She likes yeah, therapy. Yeah, and I thought that was in like an unfortunate way to take it because it made it seem like people who are in therapy only like talking about themselves and mm-hmm. you know don't view it as like a place to grow. And I thought her being very open about like her liking therapy and, and you know enjoying it, enjoying that process, I thought could do like a lot of good for like destigmatization of therapy but instead they played it in a way where it's like a bunch of narcissists go and like just want to talk about themselves when that's not really the case mm-hmm. and then at the end when she said that somebody was performative it's not like she singled out who it was but somehow it was like clayton had to have a mission to find out who it was and it just assumed that it was um sarah but yeah it's not like we saw a lot of everybody else's. I could I couldn't no. rule it out from that. No. But again, she shouldn't have said that to begin with. Um, uh, let's see. With Gabby, the analyst said that 
that she needs a stable relationship and ask Clayton, can you provide that for her? It's like, well, he's dating like six other women right now. Like, how is that? Yeah, like, sure stable? He's like, oh yeah, definitely. Um, so Genevieve gets sent home like mid date. Um, and then he resumes like with Rachel and Sarah. And then when Sarah's on her session is when some of the other women start talking about her saying like, oh, um, she's been telling details of her relationships to make them feel insecure. And Gabby says, I used to think it was genuine, but now I think it's a tactic. Um, so that's really the first we heard about this. It's a little different than what Mara was saying, which is just that mm-hmm. she's overconfident and just making other people think that they don't have a chance. So what do you think she's saying? That like, sorry to be crass, but like that she like blew him or something? <laughs> well, I think she, I don't know, because to me like what they, like, like what can make like them, teddy yeah. yeah teddy and, G- and gabby were both like i was ready to leave because of what she was saying and so what would you hear i i, I mean it doesn't i guess have to just be like physical it could be like well he's telling me that right. he's like falling for me like I, I guess that kind of stuff like could be said too but it just seems like okay yeah I kind of am on, like, maybe it's a hot take, but I'm kind of on Sarah's side from this. Like, I don't, from what we see Rachel say later on that, like, oh, she said you were crying together and, like, it made me want to leave. Like, shouldn't it really be on the other women? Like, if you feel like you want to leave because your connection isn't strong enough, like, isn't that just on you to, like, work through that or, like, not doubt your own connection and either just say, like, well, I'd rather you not tell me about that or... Because it just seems odd that we don't see any footage of her doing this. Yeah, that's true. And, like, I just feel like it had to have been, like, deeper. Right. And, like, when Rachel mentions the crying thing, it just seemed like Clayton was more mad. Like, she said that I cried, and that was what really upset him, since oh, we know that he... he, like, doesn't cry. He's, like, such crying. a non-crier. <laughs> right. So, the fact that he could just kind of switch, I don't know. But... It seemed odd that like they're just starting to plant the seed now. After she's had the second one-on-one, now that Mara's gone, it just seems like if she had been such a villain this whole time, we would have seen that before now. I would think, or they would do what they did with Shanae and like find a way to kind of recreate it. Like, oh, like let's let's talk about it again. Like, let's talk about our connections all together. And yeah, so. I don't know. I, I'm kind of with Sarah when she's leave when she gets sent home and she's just kind of saying like, well, I don't really want to be with someone that like doesn't want somebody that feels confident, you know, that would question that. So, yeah. Do you think she was fake crying though? Like trying to oh, cry, in that like, last trying moment to there? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think she was fake crying in the time, the first time when he's confronting her about what he heard from Mara, but yeah, like in, in the one on one moment. Yeah. When he's like, questioning her but he was ready to send her anyway but yeah what did you think of him calling her out on like i just felt like you were fake crying right there i was shocked he did that yeah (laughs) well especially since i learned that he didn't know anyone could fake cry but i guess he was looking for real tears so i guess he didn't know that someone could make themselves cry actual tears and not be genuine yeah so i guess he he was scoping it out with sarah and she you know, there was no no water droplets coming out. So, yeah, I think she was acting that part up. But still, I think she. I still Did think you she love her? her? 
Did you love her thing? I'm like, well, I have no tears left to cry. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. I have no tears left to cry. Like, uh, yeah, I guess we'll, we won't know really till the women tell all, I suppose. And maybe not even after that, but yeah, I mm-hmm. think, um, I was kind of surprised that no one else really came to her defense. It, it seemed like it became this, that thing we're seeing in a lot of these recent seasons where they kind of come together to focus on one person that they want to take out that they don't think is right or yeah thinks is the competition so it seemed a little calculated with Mm -hmm. me not thinking that these women were i thought these women were above that (laughs) at this point like but i don't know yeah i'm kind of like 80 percent on sarah's side with this one (laughs) In spite of the fake crying. Yeah, like, I feel like the situation, I like, I kind of, like, agree with Sarah, but the way she was coming off was, like, a little, it, it was weird. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. weird. I don't know. Yeah, I guess the thing about, like, making the other women feel like they don't have a shot, like, that's, again, I just don't think that's on her to decide, like, if... Like, maybe that was just her way of bonding. Like, oh, everyone's supportive. Like, I'm just going to talk yeah. about what we did on our date. Maybe. Yeah, that's a good point. So. um, Yeah, but he he Clayton pulls Rachel aside and she's the one that kind of, I think, sealed her fate. <laughs> sealed Sarah's fate. Yeah. He, until he feels so strongly about Rachel and the fact that it was like, oh, I can't believe that everyone almost walked out because of Sarah. And Again, it's like they almost walked out because they were feeling insecure, not like that she was saying, you guys have to leave, you know, like, there's no point in you being here. I don't think she was ever doing anything malicious to that extent. Um, And so after that, he says, I can't give out the group date, Rose, because of all this drama, you know, it was just so upsetting. He has to think about it some more. Um, As if, like, the producers just wanted him to be able to hand out more than one Rose right yeah it would be a little more obvious if we gave out a group date rose and then yeah there's really no one left at that point so um serene has her one-on-one where they have a carriage ride through vienna i guess this is where we get the scenes of vienna yeah like this is our like scooch of vienna which is disappointing Mm -hmm. uh they have dinner in this like beautiful chapel and she tells him that she's falling in love with him. Serene, you don't have to do this. <laughs> you don't have to. Well, she got the rose. So. She got the rose. Because I had first oh thought, God. like, was this a one-on-one where he's going to send her home? You know, we haven't seen that yet on a one-on-one. So I was a little worried about that. But after that, his reaction to it, um, definitely not. And then what about I, recreating the artwork? Uh, that uh, felt a little clunky to me. Yeah. <laughs> so they're in front of that famous The Kiss painting by Klimt. And Clayton says, we have to recreate it. Um, Serene was also in a gorgeous red dress. So they could have brought that guy back. <laughs> got a two for <laughs> Can one. Can you imagine if they just got like a two for one? <laughs> that would have been good. Serene is just so pretty. Like she I just know. has such a nice face. She does. Yeah. I was really happy that she got this. You know, to get the next, like that last one-on-one before you're back in hometowns and mm-hmm. on these travel dates. Um, who do we think got the best? Is Susie, like hands down, got the best one-on-ones, right? Because she yeah, had for sure, yeah, all that free stuff plus like 
I love free all things. the stops for the yeah, like the boat, the yacht, helicopter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would feel a little bitter if I was. Who do you think had the worst dates, and why is it Genevieve? Oh yeah, for sure. But I think Sarah comes in second because hey, at least Genevieve got to see the falls, and Sarah yeah, had to just true. be in LA running around, and maybe oh, she yeah, got something true. in Croatia that we didn't see, but it looked like just being attacked <laughs> for yeah. her character. Um. Yeah, so they come back and Serene has the rose. So there's not a lot of choice left in who will be getting the roses. And he ends up sending ten- Teddy home. Oh, this was disappointing. And like, mm-hmm. not, I guess, unexpected based on like what has been happening in the last couple of weeks. But um, I don't know. I'm I'm sad. I really like her. I think she's going to do great in Paradise, though. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, it was sort of a slow fade with Teddy. Like she burned hot at the beginning. A little curious timing with last week, letting him know that she's a virgin and then she's eliminated this week. So mm-hmm. um, maybe she lost her fantasy sweet spot there. Knowing, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought Clayton was cool with it, but hmm, this mm-hmm. tells otherwise. All right. Draft results. Okay, this is this is shocking. My um, automated team. I am now taking the lead because I have Susie, Rachel, and Serene remaining. Um, Haley, you have Gabby, so you're in second. So it's one seventy to one sixty four. Listeners, like I was really hoping it would be the listeners' year, but they have one fifteen and no team left. Darn, neck and neck here. I know this is fun for us. Like, what was it last season? Like, I was seventy-five points behind. Right. Yeah. So this is fun. Uh, let me pull up our questions from the listeners. Haley, if people have a long-form question, where can they send it? You can always send it to um, bachelorrehapup at gmail dot com. I did, however, remember to put the thread in the Facebook group this week on the nice. Patreon group. Um, yeah, if you're looking for a great way to support us and all of the other podcasts on the RHAP network, join Patreon. Wait till March first; you get great benefits, but you should sign up. It's mm-hmm. it's a fun time. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. This is from George. He says, hi, ladies. I don't recall ever seeing five people leave in one episode this late in the season. Oh, I didn't even think of it that way. Was it five? Because Genevieve. Sarah. Uh, well, I, 
Yeah, yeah I guess we're counting too... Eliza and Mara, Mar- Mara too. Yeah, yeah. So I guess over the course of the two hours. Yeah, it was cut strangely. Usually maybe we don't have the to be continued at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't recall seeing it in one episode this late in the season. I know it was spread over two rose ceremonies plus two sent home outside of the rose ceremonies. My question for you is, did you like having fewer people sent home earlier in the season and then five people sent home this week? And on future seasons, would you prefer to see the eliminations spread out more or have this mass cut right before hometowns? Um, I, I, I'm not sure. I, I like I like that we're still only losing like two people per row ceremony. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like if at this point we're losing like four mm-hmm. at the row ceremony that like, I don't love that, but because it felt like more natural throughout the, throughout the episode of like people going home, like, Hey, you know what? This is connection isn't working. I'm, I'm just going to leave. You know what right. I mean? I, I like that a bit better. Right. And this was really the only, this last row ceremony is the only one where I was like, oh, it could go a few different ways. Like maybe Gabby's yeah. getting sent home. Uh, maybe Serene's getting sent home on her one-on-one. You know, not, not for sure that it would be Teddy going home because everybody had yeah. a connection at that point. For sure. Um, and then he also mentions the Mike Fleiss tweet and says, I'm guessing this means the finale left things up in the air and Clayton won't be making revealing his final rose until he's on after the final rose. What are your thoughts? And could this be a direction they go with future seasons formatting the show where the lead isn't supposed to make their final decision until after the final rose. So they're able to continue to date two people and hopefully improve on the success rate of the franchise. So they did that. Um, on Charlie O'Connell. So it's so long ago that I could see why Mike Fleiss is like, oh, it's historic. And it's like, you probably don't remember that your own, you know, past mm-hmm. sponsor a long time ago did that. And I don't, I think that might have just maybe been more his request. Like it didn't seem like they had that plan from the beginning, but he ended the show dating both women and then decided on the after the final rose, like you found out then. I don't know that he continued dating both of them until that point, but um, it was up in the air. I would have thought that they would have done this if they were going to go this route, they could have done this a long time ago, like to kind of Mm -hmm. combat reality Steve and all of that. So I'm thinking it's just, they had to do it this way based on how the women react to what Clayton says in that big teaser. Yeah. I also don't want it to end like this any (laughs) more times because like we're losing such a huge chunk of time. Mm -hmm. Like we're missing almost six months from like start of or I, I guess not six months more like four months but that's a huge chunk of time that's like double the amount of time they were on the show mm-hmm. um where we're just losing all all this information right yeah it's almost there you know he's filming diary <laughs> diary cams or something yeah. you're not going to get the same development of seeing how the relationship actually progresses if he is with anybody at this point mm-hmm. uh then we have George's bonus points. So last week's questions were, would Clayton confront Mara? You both correctly said no. Would anyone be sent home not during the rose ceremony? Amy correctly said yes. I thought maybe it would be Mara and did not expect to see Genevieve and Sarah go out like this. 
And then um, who would not get a rose? Haley said Eliza and Amy said Mara. So you both were correct. Who would receive the final rose? Haley said Genevieve and Amy said Gabby. With there being two rose ceremonies, you both were correct. <laughs> <laughs> Look at us go. Uh, I know. Perfect. That is hilarious. I know. Oh, that is too funny. And uh, Haley received 15 or 20 points. Amy received a perfect 20 points. Now for this week's questions. For five points of the four hometowns, name which one will be shown first and which one will be shown last. Okay, this is totally random. Okay. So I think I, I think usually the first hometown is most likely to go home, right? Yeah. So let's say, so who's going into it? Susie, Serene. Okay, so Susie, Serene, Gabby, and Rachel. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing I'm going with Gabby. Okay. And who thinking will be last? Gabby is, I'm thinking Gabby's first and Rachel's last. Okay. Um, thinking to the preview, it looked like there was... I think the most dramatic might be last. I'm trying to remember. I don't know if I'm associating the right person, but I think there was one dad who seemed very intimidating. I think it was Susie's. So I'll put Susie last and just to be different, um, I'll say Serene first. Um, for five points, name which of the four women will have the relative that becomes the standout star of the episode. If it's not an obvious choice, my wife will have the final vote. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Rachel. Okay. Um, I'll stick with Susie if I'm remembering it right. Um, let's see. For five points, will and what's funny is like remember on like Joe's dad, like who said nothing, like he kind of became the silent star. So yeah, yeah. It's who yeah. like who will be like win Twitter that night? You never know. Um, for five points, will we hear Clayton ask any of the parents for their blessing slash permission to propose to their daughter? I hope that at this point, like I don't think hometowns is the place to do it anymore. I think the call before the proposal, when there's no other women left, is the right call. But will Clayton do it? Yeah, you're right. He's a little bit of a dum-dum. No, I don't think he's going to do it. I don't think he's going to do it. I'll say he will. I think he... But I don't know if he'll get permission. I think the dads will be smart enough to be like, well, yeah, call me when time comes kind of thing. But I think he might. For five points, which of the four women will be sent home? You go first. Um, I'll say Gabby, since she didn't get a second one-on-one. That's really what I'm basing it on. And I think I'm going to go with Serene. Okay. I, I, no, I'm going with Gabby. I changed my mind. I'm going with Gabby. No, am I? No, I'm going to go with Gabby. Okay. (laughs) For five points, will a woman be sent home at a standard rose ceremony or some other way? I think a standard rose ceremony. Same. All right. This question is from Emma Rose. Okay, I'm getting serious villain whiplash from whoever was before Shanae, which was Cassidy, and then Shanae to Mara to Sarah. Yeah, I don't love this format of villain villainy. Um, no. I feel like we got this in Katie's season and we've been kind of rolling with it and it's not my favorite. No. Like, I want my villain storylines to be like overlapping so it makes sense that when one goes home, like some, someone else emerges because we it's not as much of like a blind side. Yeah, and see, I like my the villain to like last till final six or final four. Like, yeah, give me like the Corinne who wasn't even like a villain really. It was just like this is not someone we see the lead ending up with. But 
or the like Courtney Robertson, like the villain could win. Yeah, for like, sure. Just give me one and then we can enjoy it instead of, yeah, just switching. <laughs> um, Will Harrington, did you also feel like production overstepped with that group date? I just felt like I shouldn't be watching these people go through therapy, even if it isn't a super deep dive. <sighs> I mean, yeah, like, is, I like, why aren't we walking around Vienna? That's so much yeah, more fun. Exactly. Uh, and you could just do the lane, like, um, lie detector you know do something like that where you're just like yeah. okay uh, will harrington also where was this energy from clayton with shanae he kicked sarah off so quick i think he felt so burned by mm. um whatever her name was that she, he right. just kind of was like you know what she's not the one so i don't care yeah it did feel like almost like redirected kind of <laughs> like yes yes okay, i yes, had to deal sure. with this for so long now i'm just gonna like because he just, yeah, turned it off really quick. Um, but I did not appreciate where it almost was like, I didn't like the energy that felt like, oh, you thought you were the front runner. Like, he didn't say that exactly yeah. to her, but like, almost like, how dare you think that, like, you had this over these other women. And like, they had, like, and that's what I was kind of getting from the women, too. Like, oh, she's acting like a front runner. And that was sort of the how they made villains out of Nick Vial in the past, you know? Like, yeah. But, well, and, and like the, like the, I found that like, I don't believe you. Like, right. really weird. That was weird. Yeah. So I just have to send you home. I just, I thought they had some sort of stronger connection to that because he was really defending her the previous date that they had. So I guess it all came down to like the other women, you know, sort of piling on her a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Picard, Michelle Fitzgerald was on the Challenge Mania podcast this week, and she said that she was approached to go on the show after Korong aired in 2016. If she had, this would have put her on next season. How do you think she would have done? I don't think very well. Like, I think Nick would have been like, oh, you're trying to come on this show and be like, the, like you were already on TV. Like, I'm uh -huh. sending you home. Like, I don't think she would have made it to the travel dates. I don't think he would want to share the spotlight, right? Like, if it was known, no. like, Unless it was, you know, in between, like, knowing that she, you know, like, before her finale aired or something. Yeah. But then I don't yeah. think she would have been able to go. Or could she have just been, like, walking down the beach in Venice or something and she was approached and they're like, oh, wait, you can't go on the show because. No, I think they, like, I think they're like, oh, we saw you on Survivor and we're DMing you. Mm. I would have loved to have seen it, though. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Maybe not Nick particularly, but. Right. But I think he's, like, her, his physical type for sure yeah. i just think he would be like oh you were on tv before like let's <laughs> not do this right um i think they should just send her to bachelor in paradise without oh, nice any other you know lead up to it yeah yeah mix it up a little bit um justin also wants to know how does the bachelor go to vienna one of the most oh no Justin didn't have another question. This is his first question. Sorry, Justin. <laughs> Justin Feinberg, how does the bachelor go to Vienna, one of the most beautiful and distinct cities in Europe, with loads of culture and history to explore, and they saddle Clayton with an offensive therapy group date that could have been at the Bachelor Mansion? Yeah, if you're going to offend, why not just do it there? Um, I have been to Vienna, and Vienna is an awesome city. If you have not been to Vienna, please do not let a bad, offensive group date dissuade you from visiting Vienna. Yeah, don't worry. It has not. I still want to go. Yeah. Definitely. have you been to vienna no mm. no i would love to go 
Uh, Mariama Mari Forth says, no questions. Just wanted to commend y'all for sticking with this season. LOL. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you, Mari. And we love you. Yeah. Is this, is it to be commended though? Really? <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. 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 So that is it. Do you have any takes from Doug for this episode? I do. I certainly do. Let me just find them. Okay. Um, I missed the first half of the episode because I was out on a date. I want to know where. Mm-hmm. Um, I was pleasantly surprised to not have to sit through the uh, Mara drama, but sad to see Eliza left. I think she's gorgeous and will be quite popular in paradise. Who do you think she will end up with there? Mm. And why is the only correct answer? Michael A. Do you think Michael A is going? going? I don't. (laughs) Oh my gosh. No. Um, Gosh, I don't even know what guys would be going. I know. I guess we, there'll be a whole new batch of them. Yeah, for sure. We'll and like in Michelle's season too, right? Yeah. So I don't know. I'm not really sure. I, I can't think of any of them right now. <laughs> well, we all like all of uh, Rachel's best guys are going to find the love of their lives on the Bachelor um, live tour. So. Right. Yeah. And now um, Becca Kufrin tweeted out so you can see who which guy will be in your city um, when. So I'm not super compelled knowing that it's a Rick that's going to be in my city so yes. uh, that wouldn't be my first choice so no no I can't imagine I can't imagine he would be um, are you as excited as I am that we'll be headed to yet another hometown date for Susie in Virginia Beach will someone Ooh. show up to let us know that she has slept with lots of married men will Ari show up to ask her to marry him will Buffalo Bills legend Bruce Smith host a football date the possibilities are endless also is Virginia Beach to hometowns what Tennille Arts is to no name performers <laughs> on this show <sighs> could be um, We've been yeah, there a few I times. Think, I think so. Like, what else would be a more popular city for that, eh? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, the psychoanalysis date seemed quite intense. Who do you think was more damaged by it? Sarah, for her performative reactions that may prevent some stupid collaborations with Diff Eyewear or the late Sigmund Freud, who will now see his work bastardized through a series of memes and oversimplified <laughs> tweets. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, w- this is a good one. Would you rather burn your mouth eating hot chestnuts or bring Clayton to meet your family and have to pretend like you could see if any sort of future with him? Hmm. Have you ever had hot chestnuts? I have. Like it's been a long time and I remember enjoying them. And I got them from like a vendor in New York city, like just like a a street vendor. And I remember liking them, but they were smaller. Like they weren't Mm. quite as big. Okay. Yeah. I'd probably risk it. Try those. Yeah, for sure. They look a little painful. Um, Online single event and sport betting has recently become legal in Canada and many states. What odds do you give that Clayton finishes this show alone? Also, would you consider a parlay bet that involves him showing up on Paradise or season two of Coming Out Colton? I don't know what that means. I don't know what parlaying a bet is. Nor am I good enough at numbers to figure out an actual odd. 
Yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I like I think I think it's very possible that Clayton finishes, but I'm not like 50 to one. Like, I don't know. What's the math there? Two to one, four to one, seven to one. I I don't know. I don't know how to do math. (laughs) I don't gamble. I don't gamble. I don't. I'm not much of a risk taker. We're going to have to have Doug explain this to us. Yeah, please, 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 please. Um, in the preview, someone has heard to say Clayton screwed the pooch. Let your imagination run wild and guess what could have led to that comment. Wildest answer wins. I would guess that he reveals that he is in fact an animatronic robot <laughs> from a new Disney bachelor ride who could not have imagined that he would somehow find love. An emotion he cannot even feel. Okay. Are we gonna oh, this? Gosh. I don't know. That's such a good one. Um, uh, they thought he was going to be able to parlay this into a football career and then he accidentally fell in love like I don't know maybe he had a binder where he had all his strategies and the two women oh. signed it nice nice I like that I like that a lot and that's it from Doug and that's it from us too yeah another episode in the books we're getting close we're getting very close yeah have you mustered up any excitement for real hometowns being back no, absolutely not. <laughs> what a nightmare for me, actually. I like the I like the weird hotel lobby and like the same setting for every yeah. family. Yeah, I miss that. I'm, that weird mansion where everybody had the same conversation on the same couch <laughs> yeah. in Minnesota. Like, I miss that. It's I don't miss there. whatever this is going to be. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I won't even show up next week, actually. <laughs> yeah, I'll just podcast with whatever guests we have lined up. Yeah. You know what? I'll send Ethan up here. All right. <laughs> he actually reminded me of of when um when he first started watching The Bachelor and mm-hmm. like it was Colton season and they were like traveling somewhere and like Colton, whoever he was on a date with, like sat down next to this old couple and they're like, Oh, like are you guys dating? And they're like, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, Oh, we like we got <laughs> married after two months. And Ethan was like, Oh, like oh can you believe the luck that they just found a couple like that like how like that's got to be like fate and i was like are you kidding me <laughs> you bought into that's it. a plant that couple's a plant well speaking of we forgot to mention we had the old couple on this date as well on this episode with serene state yeah they danced with them and everything Oh, so lovely. (laughs) It was so romantic to get them to sign that, um, you know, release that they could use their their images and likeness. Right. (laughs) Yes. All right. Well, we'll have fun regardless. I think so. Well, we'll try. Yeah. And, you know, they're showing more on the Super Tees each week. So that that makes me a little more excited. We saw we had new content in the teaser at the end. Yeah. His parents show up and he screwed the pooch. So we'll find out what happens. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, 
I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.